0: International is asking me what about your other if I- twisting of you know modifiers and modified my wire
1: my my cross
0: oh twist. we're recording
1: my wires crossed no
0: yeah um, no oh, we well, are that's
1: fine uh welcome to leading the blind yes I, do we want to say the the leading the blind podcast
0: uh no i just leading I think, the blind. i think the I it's welcome to leading the blind
1: i know but you said like welcome to leading the blind podcast which i thought sounded dumb and that then it, when does I, sound dumb. and then well you said it and then when i said <laughs> welcome to leading the blind I felt like we should say welcome, totally. to, welcome to the Leading the Blind podcast. We could
0: we could do it badly if you feel you because you feel like they won't know it's a podcast if we don't say it. Is that sure yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. It's just like a
0: I think right. I think it's a welcome to leading the blind. I totally do. Welcome to the le- okay, Welcome. I feel that so strong in my bosoms. Alright,
1: well I like this since show. This is the first one I've liked. Hell yeah. Um uh and so uh t- yeah, today we in a well Few, some weeks ago, but today we're we're showing you. We're introing Jay Whitecott, Cotton, J. Cotton. Uh, one of Austin's premier stand up comedians,
0: and uh, just uh, nosy or not nosy, opinionated dude. Oh, wow, he's a, he won't <laughs> stop asking questions. No, he's yeah, he's like he's a he's a, like a regional. Yeah,
1: talent. he's he's yeah. Everybody he's, knows Jay uh, San Antonio, he, he tours, Houston, and um, Your yeah, his house, he's beloved. And uh, he uh, has a good Facebook game.
0: He does. Strong Facebook game. Yeah, we were actually talking about that earlier today, that he is incessant. He is, wow. Percy's
1: you know, nosy. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess incessant. Shots fired. No, it's actually really amazing that he has that capacity. He has a, his. As soon as something happens, Jay has a take on it real quick. Yeah, it's
1: impressive. always. Yeah, it is impressive.
0: Jay's one of those people that you can watch. Like, even if he never told you, even if your name never gave you advice, he does so many positive things in terms of method yeah like you could learn from him just by watching him. totally yeah both on stage and off so for sure and i yes. think and he's also like uh, uh the nicest guy very yeah. nice and he is not uh overbearing in terms of advice like he yeah. will definitely kind of like uh let you grow and he's not overly mm-hmm. like don't do it this way you got to do it that way yeah it's very much like what's good for you so yeah yeah we love the J.
1: yeah great guy so enjoy the conversation
0: yeah Oh yeah. Hello, Jay Whitecotton. Thank you for being on our little podcast here. We're going to pick your brain don't and stuff Don't call like it that. little. That's You could be little. Quaint?
1: We, well, I guess we can start out as quaint. Small. Just don't want
0: Insignificant. It to... What's wrong with little? Impotent. Yeah, that's a good point. I just
1: want to have, you know, like a bold, you know, place in the world. Just I'm not trying to be like, eh, we're just doing this shitty little piece of shit podcast that no one cares I about. Get, no, like, that's this. a good point. A,
0: that's a good point. You, you care.
1: I care I, yeah. I'm a try
2: hard I don't really care no that's good I, I go the opposite I always right. just dismiss everything I care about <laughs> right. and that you do well you we the, the, well the trick is you you emotionally invest you genuinely care mm-hmm. about it but you're not allowed to express that yeah yeah you keep it why would you express how you care about <laughs> it because
0: that's could look like weakness yeah look no at that thank
1: god I'm a woman
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys just have that oh together. you're so lucky <laughs> sounds awful
1: if I were a guy I would be a real faggot that's right. that's what I uh, high five. just like jared yeah I'm not, that's the problem that's I'm one not, of the reasons i can't i don't transition. know if i'm a
0: real fag yeah i was gonna say not gay enough i'm a good i'm a good i'll try
1: I'm, it's yeah. a good thing you're not too gay because i yeah. we couldn't be friends i
0: like how we didn't get what? three minutes into this without you saying faggot that was
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay
1: that could be a goal for every this
0: yeah, well it, it truly is trump's america now i know uh okay so let's we'll kick it off so uh, Jay If you don't know Jay White Cotton He's hilarious He's got an album called Let me read High Lonesome Pick that time. up uh, That's the only note I have for you Jay That's fine He's also hilarious hmm. um, But did Ariel Explain to you What we do here On our little podcast <laughs> Yeah I got the gist uh, oh, We just ask advice From like more seasoned com- Actually not even Necessarily more seasoned comics But I mean, in this like case,
1: that. more seasoned, but yeah. we're just, he's trying to lay the groundwork for when we ask people who are less seasoned, I guess. <laughs> it doesn't have to be he more seasoned. He just doesn't want to butter someone's bread who,
0: yeah. That's right.
2: Yeah, you're, you're pretty much like cutting them off at the legs before they mm-hmm. start feeling proud. It's like, exactly, well, Bill yeah. and Jerry came up to ask me. <laughs> <that
0: I guess. laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not doing well. I've been doing this no, three months. Don't feel mm-hmm. good at all. It's We're going to have.
2: Yeah, I, I like the idea of it. I mean, I always feel like an asshole giving advice, mm-hmm. uh, so I always preface it. With uh, uh, feel free to dismiss everything I yeah, say. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've been trying to think of interesting ways to frame it because I think there's a way when you ask somebody for advice, especially in comedy, probably like all art, where they they have that attitude of like, well, you can't really teach it. It's about yourself mm-hmm. and things like that. Well, I mean, there's there's business
2: stuff you can you
0: can yeah. right, you can express.
2: I mean, I, I think comedy. I mean, it's it's a it's a funnel for your own experiences yeah. regardless. So, that, that includes business, that includes creativity, I that includes interacting with other comics. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's always going to be your experience filtered through this idea. So, when people ask you, like, how do you be funny? You're like, well, that you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah. I can tell you my experiences and uh, when I'm funny, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But, but that's, yeah, that's how I feel like you kind of can't ask somebody to like preach this advice that people should universalize yeah. but you can kind and kind of be like okay how do you do right. what you what, you're what doing? I would
2: do in your situation is mm-hmm. I would just sit, like have that just at the top of the podcast in yeah. the intro mm, yeah because th- yeah. every every comedian you ever talk to this is the first conversation they're
0: going to have it's well yeah. you know comedy so subjective I, and- I even think it's a little too precious too because it's like because uh, it comes up with like comedy classes a lot like oh you can't teach I understand a lot of, I didn't take one just so no. clear <laughs> there's no shame I took, I took a comedy, I comedy class I Bob, you, Bob, no I didn't make I took a comedy class I don't think you guys are, are Some of pure the comedians <laughs> now but I think no I'm just playing yeah Bob Cotter <laughs> I took it just Tate to force a,
1: myself to do it because I was terrified yeah
0: there's a, a bunch of people that wouldn't know but that's my point which to defend them like I feel like comedy is the only place where people shit on that writing there are writing classes people don't think that's a bad thing and there's no of course you can't universalize rules of writing but people definitely you
2: you know why well it's because writing like comedy classes uh are universally usually taught by frauds right yeah
1: that's the big thing people don't want you to get like involved in a scam just like a creative writing mfa total scam sure don't do that and don't pay you know i don't know three hundred dollars
0: to somebody who to me that stuff is a scam if they make promises yeah, you know what I mean. If somebody's like, "I just want to go and learn how to write creatively," like, and or you know, some of it's just feedback. If you write, yeah, if you, I feel bad for writers sometimes because we get to go mm-hmm. and do our stuff. If you, if you write, there's no open mic for writers. You yeah. just have to hope your friends are getting. Well, there's good.
2: services that make you we actually pay to get that kind of.
0: Feedback. Yeah, it's, uh, it's you awful. Have to send them
1: in. Well, or the Creative Writing pay hey, or just a workshop. But again, now you've got eight assholes around the table who you have to trust their opinion instead of. Eight to twenty-eight different assholes every night,
0: or sometimes yeah, a night. That's a lot of assholes. I, w- I want to go with the, ba- the huge bag of assholes. I don't yeah, want the
1: the more assholes, the more.
0: But speaking, I wanted to congratulate you. Speaking just. of assholes, speaking of assholes, really? This <laughs> asshole assholes, I want to congratulate your asshole. Yeah, uh, but you just picked up one of my like the credit that's like one of my biggest goals in this industry now. Biggest guy, he doesn't even know. Depression, I uh, yeah, the pl- the plum bio. Oh,
1: that you got. <laughs> you, there's a form you can fill out. I think. Look,
0: I don't know if he knows you well enough. I think they're hilarious, but this you actually want the sad backstory. Yes, I asked him a long time ago. I was like, dude,
2: I would love to get a Palum bio. They're fucking hilarious. And he goes, uh, yeah, all right, yeah, I'd love absolutely. And I was like, a lot, I'd, you know, get to it. And then uh, two years later, no, like uh, months later, months later, I was like, hey. uh. I always forget the you. I, I, I would love a Palumbo He like just reading? I was like, I, I'm meaning to. I'm so sorry.
0: So and then I felt like an asshole. I was
2: like, Did I, I force you into talking
0: shit about me? That's all I want to. Eat. So, so for the listener, if you don't know, Danny Palumbo is a very funny comic out of Austin. I think he just left, but it's kind of well, hanging out for a couple months right now. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he uh, really funny, and he does these little like roast slash sort of bios, mm-hmm. and they're this weird mm-hmm. combo of like being exactly right. And in, but in an awful way, but also bringing out like compliments too. I, well, he's very good at the shades. Uh, yeah, I think it. I'm, I'm such an asshole for even saying this. So, oh please maybe do. Oh, do please. Win this. oh, delicious. Uh, it's
2: all assholes. On I, I sp- think. I, uh, I think on a psychological level, like I don't really get along. Like I, there's a lot of people I I, I can get along sure. Superficially officially mm-hmm. with, and but I don't have deep friendships. I've always felt kind of outcasted wherever I go. And sure. a lot of that is just how I grew up. So. I don't know the, uh, the 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 rituals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the term for it? For uh, for what though? Just being a person. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Sure. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I try I try to reach out, but I, like uh, I try to just have honest conversations because yeah. that flippant kind of oh, no, this and this and this. Yeah. I can't. I can't do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for very long. Uh, you're kind of an intense Aspergers. dude. That's Aspergers. yeah. Well, I don't think this is Asperger's. I don't know. I, like that. That it, whole. I'm not a self medicator. Like, oh, I just. Yeah. I have social anxiety. No, I'm. Uh, you're an asshole. You know, like, <laughs> oh, I just hate talking to people. Yeah, no one likes yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I don't yeah, think So yeah.
2: But some people do seem to like naturally be able to. Yeah,
0: you, salesmen. Yeah, Connors, and also I don't think you know. Connie's. like people don't. Uh, tell you when they're have they're struggling with True. it usually. So you just see what, oh, that person's fun. And in their head, they're neurotic and having difficulty. Yeah, right, but, hopefully.
2: But, but I try to be also self-aware. Like, I really, uh, I learned this, like, in elementary school. Like, I, I mean, a teacher was really shitty to me, but she said this one thing that totally made sense. It was like, uh, it, it's almost impossible. The hard thing to do is try to see yourself through other people's eyes. Yeah. yeah. And that's someone, it does kind of hit home because I like the physicality of just taking someone's eyes and looking at yourself, <laughs>
0: you know? (laughs)
2: that type of thing but uh, it also kind of stuck because you when you're on stage how you come across is there's a there's a public perception yeah, just immediately so you have to address that to yourself in some way and uh i i find myself uh
0: often typecast in general different yeah. directions and i don't think anybody can really peg me but yeah. the th- but the thing about it is that you do kind of and the reason i bring this up and the reason i actually think away from it's just like a silly thing or like danny and austin comedies kind of like oh we looked at you so that's a good thing. it's that you have to have like kind of a voice to ha- have a description like that put on you in the first place and I, what i wanted to ask was did when did you get to a point where what you were doing was a little bit more... Uh, like where you felt comfortable writing jokes and and hammered out like a kind of a process. Well, when I find out, I'll let you. Because <laughs> I, I really do feel early, and maybe that's the case. It never well, feels I, good, but
2: no, it doesn't. Uh, for myself, yeah. Uh, uh, but it's because I, I embrace the idea that comfortability kills art. Mm. Sure. The second you're complacent, yeah. Why are you creating? You know? But would you say that you have a style or or anything like that? Or no, uh, I, I I think I have a lot of assumptions. Okay. Like a lot of projected assumptions on me okay. that I, I kind of wrestle with a little bit. Sure. Uh, like, I got in conversation with my buddy Larry. He was like, uh, he, 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 he makes fun of me for my soft mic drop. I don't have a, like, I don't my, I don't drop the mic because I made a point and I don't like goodbyes when I leave the stage because uh-huh. I'm, yeah. I, it's so annoying to me. I, like, I, I pick on it
0: every time I see Oh, a comic, wow. that's what you saw my a mic drop being like. Well, just, I just
2: set the mic down and leave. Yeah, okay. Leave. Sure. Yeah, but sometimes there's a mic stand and you still just. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want <laughs> to be kind of that. A mic drop, Here's yeah. the thing uh, <laughs> I, it's not a mic drop. Like, a mic drop is fist yeah. up in Bam. the air, boom, staring yeah. at the crowd and yeah. leaving. I don't make any eye contact. Right. Uh, I am out of things to say. I said what I was going to say. I'm done. And yeah. the last thing, I, I, that conundrum, like uh, like I, I, this one dude, it, it bothers me to this day. He goes, uh, I'm, I, I've been Mike Suarez. Thank you, guys.
0: Yeah, or he goes, I've thank been. you, guys. That's
2: my time. I've been Mike Suarez. You're like, you're still that person. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you I didn't cease being that person. I don't like the cutesy ones. There's like, they're kind of like... Uh, like you've been people in chairs. I've been oh, comedian God. on stage. No, yeah, it's like God. Stop yeah. saying
1: that you've been tepid. Wait, stop that. Well,
0: what a good way they, to end? Uh, why do you think they're saying that though? Because they don't know what to say. No, yeah. one, knows yeah. no do. one knows what. No one knows what to say.
1: And I, I know, like for me, I've been. I mean, I've said all kinds of weird, annoying. I, I really just want to be like, guys, I don't know how to end a conversation by.
0: You can, but you can also just be generic enough that it doesn't distract. Yeah.
1: Well, so what I wind up saying most of the it. time, at least if I have had a good time and it's, be, it's almost tickish now is that I'm just like, it's been really fun talking to you guys. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, and if I have, that's had fine, fun, that's natural. Yeah. To me, that's just natural. And now, now it's easier because now I, cause I used to, for a while, I was thinking before going on stage, like, what am I going to say to get out of this? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that, like in this context, after the last joke is going to be, if this is going to be this, then how am I, what am I going to say? And I mean, like, you know, just in a, this obsessive way. And now, but the problem, I don't know what I like to say if it hasn't been that great of a set.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, I was gonna say, this is way to, for me content. Well, like, you know? Yeah. If it went well, I usually don't care. It just like, yeah. it feels nice. You guys
1: already like it. me. Hey, Who cares yeah. how I do in this? Yeah.
0: yeah. My, my favorite thing to do,
2: uh, and I'll, I'll only do it rarely, uh, is I'll just deconstruct the stage. Uh, you know like okay you know how like rock stars are all like fucking just knocking things over and yeah. right? like that I like mocking that but slowly deliberately <laughs> setting things down going on a table putting down the little <laughs> divider but very softly so not saying the, words yeah. now the weight staff in the back is just slowly, taking the stool calmly slowly down <laughs> all the way you don't want to break anything you yeah. respect the things indeed Uh, That's fun to do, Uh, but But I don't don't like advice.
0: But I want to prod at this a little bit because I'd say even away from like typecasty or comparisons, like there's ways. So here's what I would would say: you are analytical in your comedy. Tell me when I'm wrong. Uh, Nervous. The great uh, discursive uh, so, uh, don't know what that means great even better <laughs> and then a uh, strong point of view I feel like you always have a strong point of view in what you do
2: yeah uh, I, I care about point of view I think that's in the writing uh, it's on the setup if, yeah. if you don't care about what you're saying why is anybody else going to give a shit
0: because you have the chops that you could probably write stuff that didn't have a point of view that just had like mechanical punchline setup. oh all like the time that, yeah. I, I,
2: still, I mean I have those jokes within
0: your but setup. I think
2: every joke kind of has a point of view you somewhere in there yeah, if, you, yeah. if you obsessively overthink things yeah. yeah yeah uh
0: for example give me a joke give me a joke that doesn't have a point of view i'm curious hmm okay um oh i got um, just why one, did um, a
1: chicken cross <laughs> no, I, don't, like, I, uh,
0: I mean i've got i've got a joke right now that i i see as more detached from any kind of like perspective it's it was more just like that so it's about uh um have you heard that drinking pineapple juice will make your semen uh, what? when did this happen? <laughs> just pineapple juice. Generally pineapple juice stat. <laughs> and, uh, and I, the joke is that like, that's really inefficient. I think it's way better to just mix the two directly. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that, if you mix well, no, that it has a point pie. of view, you're gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gross. Football. Hell yeah. Let's gross together. No, I know. I, I know what you're doing. Uh, yeah. okay. No, that makes sense. But like, like so you know, like a lot of your stuff, I think it's about, it seems like from an audience perspective, like you're trying to get the people to see, how you're seeing a thing, especially if that thing is oh the other thing controversial. Well, I think do well, a lot. Give me, of give me an example with. of my act. Um, I don't. I haven't really heard it, but I've no, <laughs> that's, that's a big problem. <laughs> no, no. no um, Clearly not doing things right. Yeah, I've yeah. heard
1: you're a good comedian. I've never seen it's it. It's probably personally. no, no. Um, let's see. Well, what about the Colin Kaepernick uh, thing? You
2: know, you're, okay, that's a yeah. great example. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that one's probably. On the extreme, because it's immediately divisive, but it's something that, I don't know, I don't, I don't like, I, I, I don't, it, it seems, okay, I, I just, I respond to bullshit, and mm-hmm. uh, I, that, that makes me care about it, Yeah. so, like, I don't even, I don't care that he did that, I, yeah. I don't even really care that people are angry about it, it just doesn't make sense to me, so the guy sits down for the he he's, he's not yelling at people, You know he's still doing his job. He's getting kind of screwed and stuff, but you know there's all sorts of angles you can take it. But let him just fucking do what he wants. Yeah, it's a fucking song. Yeah, and then all these people that are yelling, I'm like, no, you're really full of shit. And and I think a lot of it is just because I see it on Facebook and I see it online, and the media makes such a big deal out of it. I get frustrated having to see that shit. I'm like, this isn't a thing. Yeah, you guys are making it a thing, and then I get angry or I get like, this is exactly why it's stupid, and then I'll see all these fights kind of come out of it, and that's where the joke kind of comes from. It's like, no, this is... First of all, the NFL is not a pure company that's patriotic. they right. they've been a tax free business for ninety nine years They're uh, up until two thousand fifteen. They were a tax exempt business, mm. so none of that money went to help out soldiers or oh, yeah, infrastructure yeah. of our country. They didn't. Uh, they they con- uh, routinely uh, avoid the uh, the concussion argument. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that their players' uh, lifespans are fifty three years old, and they do they don't really do much to help out their veterans because what, the average lifespan is three years in the career? You know, yeah, they, yeah. They, just, they just completely do avoid it. the fact that they had to put affirmative action just to hire black coaches. Hmm. This is not a pure, holy, patriotic yeah. American <laughs> institution. And so the, the fact that the song is being played, the song itself isn't that pure either. It wasn't originally that song. Yeah, It was a ripoff of this shitty, upper-class British drinking song. And so everyone's like trying to attach these simplistic, uh, fucking idiotic symbolism to them. Yeah,
1: calling people on their bullshit. Like, that's.
2: And the fact that none of them knew the fucking song was what would make me so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even plan it. That's crazy to me. Well, it's ironic because it's also people.
0: I've known
1: that song since
2: I was. For. Well, that,
0: yeah, but it's ironic because all these people are pissed off about this kind of stuff. But this basic research that you're talking about, they didn't do
2: Oh, that. and that, it was really funny like to me to yeah. see if I can get them all to, like, because like yeah. I thought, that like, it started from a tweet. I thought it'd be really funny. I was like, yeah.
0: oh, I'm just going to, you know, do the national anthem and make them all stand up for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While and I talk is, about it. You have a video of this, don't you? Like I've seen yeah, yeah. it; it's great. It was it like the where it's like you and like a number of different like the video aspect even made it more the case because you, it's like cut six times and nobody <laughs> knew the fucking thing.
2: Well, I made it. I went I went through the uh, deep south to do it. Like, yeah. Like I feel like as comics, we we get like especially in Austin, we get stuck in a bubble.
0: Yeah. And
2: there's one point of view. And if it doesn't acquiesce to that point of view, then it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, and if yeah. you really like, I, I would say this to anyone who's liberal minded or progressive minded. And I would also say it to anybody who's conservative minded or doesn't give a fuck. Talk to people that disagree with you. Right. Your job is still to make them laugh. Most sure. of the people that are bitching about the state of the, the affairs. Guess what? Your audience, you would not want to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. You're none of, You would not like any of them, but your job is still to make them laugh.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, the weird thing to me, though, is that in, in Austin, because everybody says we're in a bubble, which is true, but you don't see a lot of comics even just doing, like, Bill Maher-style pro-Democrat. Well, politi- because it's got a lot of apolitical it, stuff. Well, it got,
2: than, well, yeah, that's also a knee-jerk reaction to... Uh, the political perception that Austin is just a lily white liberal town. Yeah, hmm. it, it is. It's very white, <laughs> it's comfortably white. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not used to living around lots of white people, like it was for me when I moved here, I was like a little. Yeah, you're bit. from San Antonio, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but also poor. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found yeah, yeah. myself it's, in different areas. Yeah. So coming into it and just seeing like a different type of white person, mm-hmm. like oh shit. I don't know if I can make this person laugh or talk to
0: them.
2: You're supposed to like. It's not so even. So Denver
0: pl- must terrify you.
2: No, Denver is fine. Not,
0: that's the whitest place I've ever been in my life.
2: Every everywhere. Well, welcome to America. Yeah. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere is fine. Like you're always going to run into. Like the 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 thing is, what you have to say matters to you, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But your job is still to be funny. It doesn't mean you just. Uh, don't say how you really feel. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you go opposite and you're a hero because you stuck it to that crap. Fuck these people. Yeah. It doesn't make Which you a just, hero. Either.
0: Yeah, that's super weird. That's
2: well, it's not weird. I totally get it. It's just it, it's 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 ego over comedy. Yeah, like if you if you if you put your ego ahead of comedy, you just kind of stay in one place. Yeah, but if your comedy is ahead of your ego, your comedy gets better, and then it drags your ego with it. Yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But you have to you have to communicate like so, a
0: fucking person. So yeah. how do you do that? Like how do you keep your comedy above your ego? Like do you have a sense well, of avoid,
2: like avoid avoid Bill Marsh Marmy fucking holier than Val stance yeah. for a holier than Vow, despite his atheism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've never he's just as smug as a fucking christian
0: baptist woman yeah. in 1950s alabama he's got the same fucking i think with some of it's just personality like he pro- he's probably been that way since he's like 17 Well, he's got his
2: audience and, the, and they feed into it and yeah. now
0: the punchline is republicans <laughs> <laughs> and then exactly what i what think is hilarious is he kind of hates his audience yeah like he's he annoyed himself. well maybe <laughs> that could <laughs> be <there>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you gotta. No, yeah. I
2: can't. I can't speak on that. I don't know the fucking dude. Sure. Uh, I can say just comedically, like he, he he does a lot of easier jokes. I think a lot of people are comparing him to Leno, but he does jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in and in the show, and he does it all the time. So it's a constant writing. There's writers. There's yeah. everybody coming together. So there's a voice to the show. Sometimes he takes the easier way out, but that's because he's putting on an entertainment program. Yeah. So even though it's his point of view, he's got jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the times, though, and his asides and his as punchlines come down to. Rapun- Republican, yeah. Or, or, or Ralph Nader, you know, or does whatever shit. You're like, nah, it's not quite it. Like, uh, you, if you're going to talk to people, if you're going to talk to an audience, it doesn't matter if they agree if you don't agree. It's like, do you know what the joke is and do you have the setup? And can you tell the setup and create the logic of the bit so that the crowd, even if they disagree with you, they can follow the logic and when you get to the punchline, they laugh because yeah. they're like, "I don't agree with this, yeah. but that was a funny
0: point." That's—I okay. that mean, Carlin made a career of like doing just that. Sort of.
2: I, I think a lot of people like I fucking love George Carlin, yeah. and that's probably the reason why I got into this. Uh, but it, Carlin was a writer first. Like in his own yeah. words, "I'm a writer first. I'm a writer who performs, who performs his this material. stuff." Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, but even Carlin. Like especially the last twenty years, or even like thirty years, uh, in his in his act, it was this is my point of view, and all the jokes kind of it changed and because you loved him and you were already on his yeah, side yeah, yeah, yeah. he
0: didn't have to do yeah. setup punch like hitch it quicker hitch it quicker he definitely doesn't have the yeah the the setup punchline like mechanics to it or something he goes like beyond that, that. Sure. he can do punchline
2: punchline 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 yeah, 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 these yeah. are things i don't like and then just state him state him state him yeah, state, yeah, state, yeah, yeah. state him he can go all over the place he was he was a comedian in all different forms but like he, he his he had his audience yeah. like i saw him bomb a, a, an, an a convention <laughs> uh, I was working in downtown San Antonio, and uh, we found out that he was at the NA at the Alamo Dome. Yeah, sure. and he was headlining it. And so we're walking through, we just seen people just pouring out. And then when we got there, he walked everybody because all he would do is just had his notes and just working on his HBO. Special. Yeah, I
0: wonder no, what he funny. said. But was, you think they were just not because he's he, just talking how God's a piece of shit? Basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and then strangely, they like, people didn't like that. But even I mean, I I think a lot of people like. how many people actually would have agreed with his opinion even I love him and there's parts of it where it's like I just can't go that far I think that it's beautifully done and that's what keeps me as a fan yeah that's
1: something I loved about him because I mean I encountered him when I was 16 or 17 or something and I was still a Mormon and like listening to him I didn't agree with a lot of what he said but I was still just laughing and I was still just interested and it was making me think and I was like it doesn't you know it didn't matter
0: yeah and I thought about it because what you said which was that it's sort of the process and the logic along the way that's Really, right. kind of well, the, compelling. And, and all that is
2: good. Unfortunately, on this level of comedy, where yeah. I'm at, uh, the thing you don't want to do is get a Carlin tag on you. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> Carlin... You're, you're, I'm not George Carlin. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, 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 like that guy did something.
0: Yeah, yeah. he's well, done a lot of things. It's also it seems like a generational thing too. There's, well, it's
2: not a generational thing. It's all it's an excuse for. Uh, what you? it's like the Hicks the Carlins what they do is they go well they, they, instead of caring about their setups yeah. and working the bit out and making an audience laugh yeah. they just want to go up there and call someone a cunt and <laughs> why can't why people say the N word you know you'll see a lot of shit like that it's just a word it's not fine it's like yeah, well, you yeah. know what maybe you can think a little beyond that challenge yourself yeah. Yeah. and do that in the bit let the people see the challenge that you might be having which I think is interesting now that to me is more interesting in comedy. It's not really being done. Is 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 the what I think is going to for the next year or two is there's going to be a lot more reflection of okay, I went I, I went with the far left on this extreme, and now but I come from like an older generation, so that that weird transition. People either jump into it, yeah, but you don't see them kind of battle that out in their head. And yeah, go, well,
0: why can't I? You're saying something like they're artic- like articulating your crisis rather than like the. The conclusion of having decided about it or something, right?
2: Well, I like like uh, uh, for me uh, for me a good example uh, that didn't quite find its way on stage yet because I don't have the confidence in it. But it's a thought. My uh, the word "tranny" to me Hmm. grew up on it was not a big deal. Yeah, and I have a lot of theories on why. People create hate speech where I didn't think hate speech was there before. Yeah. Where people transvestite friends of mine called themselves trannies all the yeah. time, but there became just a switch. Where it's like, no, we're going to dictate the terms. Uh, yeah. There was a news story today. Uh, this is how complex is is. You're going to see how my fucking stupid head works. Phil Jackson. <laughs> Phil Jackson got in a lot of trouble. Is uh, creating a little controversy because he referred to LeBron James uh, and his business friends, who were very successful, that he helped create and enable, called him a posse. Just dismissed him as a posse. Now, p- people know that Phil Jackson isn't particularly racist. They also know that he's prone to saying shit like this against his opponents to kind of fuck with their heads a little yeah. bit because they call him the Zen master. But LeBron just threw it back. as like, man, I was racist. And it totally fucked up his Zen. So LeBron's like really disappointed. He's like, you know, we we just work hard. We take care of children. We're, we're helping out the communities. Yeah. here's what I've been doing in Cleveland twice, trying to redevelop the downtown. What I've been bringing it, My friend who was my high school... Uh, basketball teammate, he I, I provided opportunities for him, and now he's like a very successful conglomerate and uh, owns some entertainment. He, he's doing quite well business wise. But that term posse reflects like you wouldn't call a white dude with his entourage a posse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, does that make Phil Jackson
0: wrong? Uh, no, Phil Jackson is using a term from the fucking nineties. I was gonna say yeah. you know? maybe I'm dumb, but like the the word posse for me, I think a Cowboys. Yeah, it didn't, I didn't. Like, well, yeah. <laughs>
1: To me. in fact there's which, part of my what were they doing
0: forming a posse and hanging black people so
2: it doesn't yeah. really help in that <laughs> That's a good point. it doesn't really help in that term either <laughs> it only took one degree of separation to exactly. Find the exactly like for him it was that anthrax song uh, yeah. <laughs> which is so obscure but actually deals with this exact subject google you'll have a good time. uh the uh, so the, the thing is is uh, one of the arguments being made on the commentary i was watching was, uh, was a it was a black sports announcer and a, a Jewish sports announcer? He goes, "You're Jewish, right?" It was like, okay, uh, there are certain things. Does does Phil Jackson get to define what offends you as a Jewish person? If I said something and you go, "No, that offends me." Who gets to Who gets to define what's a right. good word, good word to you, or what's a bad word to you? Yeah, and I thought that was so interesting, and I really also think that. Wait, who? Phil Jackson said that? No, no, no. Okay, the, just... those two announcers. I'm I see. I see. Check. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is, I feel like progress. Uh, 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 not systematic, I don't, I don't know, uh, uh, something that's happening with uh, subgroups that are forming now and now because it used to be just black and white and we mm-hmm. got, di- we, we dug a little deeper Latino, then we got with the gays and then now it's going into sub binary poly. Yeah. Sure. Like we're just completely, capitali- <laughs> capitalism's working. It's, uh, yeah. we got a variety of all different sorts of lifestyles that are disenfranchised yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and they all want equal voice. So part of that is establishing your own hate speech and creating your own wall. It's like this is what's acceptable This is what's not acceptable And when you Yeah
0: When you, so when you say Establishing your own hate speech You mean mm-hmm. like You decide what counts as hate speech If they call you that
2: Pretty much Also I feel like it's a, it's a It's a way of Over Of the overbearing White majority That's just like Fuck it's just a word It's a way of going <laughs> Stop Recognizing me as a human being Because You haven't done that first To be able to just say Whatever the fuck you want Yeah like when we get to that level, then say posse pussy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you never treated me as a human being, so this is my way of forcing you to go, like to have that jittery kind of thing. So it's interesting to me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I'm no, no. I places. think
0: that. No, I think it's so. Actually, I yeah. take
2: the word tranny. I'm like, okay. Why is my first reaction is like, what's wrong with tranny? I want to fucking say tranny. Yeah. Why is that? A, why is that a thought in my head? Yeah. When. Of the four trainees I know who shouldn't have, like two of them are like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And the other two are like, this is actually a where it bothers me if there's some experience. So why as a person would I wanna hurt my friend? Yeah. Right. So I have to approach it that way. But still tricking your mind to think that way? Yeah. Like, uh, Karina is a great example. Karina. Karina Magyar, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I met her as Chris. Mm-hmm. I met her as Chris, and I knew her as Chris. And when Chris does change, I was like, fuck yeah, I didn't know that about you, but it totally makes sense. And I uh, let's make you happy. Let's yeah. find yourself, you know? I, I don't know exactly yeah. who you're going to become, well, to, but I'm interested in seeing this journey. This is going to be fascinating.
0: To, to speak to the point, I will say uh, that... I I'll call anybody what they would like to be called. Sure. But I do think there are interesting questions about its efficacy. Well let, we'll, but get yeah, yeah, but, we'll get I there. even Let's, tried yeah.
1: to call Tanya Nascimento Tanya Soria for a while. Um
0: How fortunately you. <laughs> she, fortunately she went back on. <laughs> See,
1: it.
2: Yeah. The uh, the uh well with well, 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 Karina, like there was still a part of me like in, in loose conversation, I was like, Oh Chris, I know that like it's it's uh, I was correct. I was like, no, it's Karina. I was like, I know, and I'm. I don't care about labels and name. I don't really. Yeah. It's hard for me to remember anyone's name, anyways. I remember <laughs> things about the person. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's chick with a dick that I know. Like, <laughs>
1: it's just your brain programming. <laughs> but I
2: also like when I think of a person, I think, oh, uh, Karina's also was a kind person. Uh, did comedy at an Aviary, uh, and then I go back. I was like, uh, was involved in media in Denver. Has a lot of strong thoughts on. Uh, you have a sense of Karina
0: as a person. Yeah, already, and well, that's
2: it. Yeah. Uh, on. Uh, on uh, vaccinations and and overall that if there's anything in politics that comes up when she states something I'm always listening because I'm like oh your point of view is usually spot on and Mm -hmm. researched which does me great value because I I don't have the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) so this is a person I trust so but it's still like just in your head. So in my head, I got to go, okay, this is a person that wants to be called Karina. It's a, it's a guy. That, you can deal with the biology argument. You can deal with all the things. It doesn't matter. It's their fucking life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not a scientist. So, <laughs> and I don't give a shit. That's right. the other thing. I don't give a shit. But how do I train myself in head? Because I remember at a bar, and I saw Karina making out with this, uh, with this woman, this short little drunk woman. They're both wasted out of their minds, and they're making out. And I felt this weird divide where the bro in me was like supportive of my dude friend. Like, yeah, fucking get that shit. But the overprotective mother and nurturer side of me was looking at this girl like, no, you treat her right.
0: You treat her like a princess. I don't want to be breaking her heart,
2: using her. I felt weirdly protective and broy at the same time. And I've been laughing about that. But still with that, uh, with that transition, I think the way I, I, I'm fixing it in my head now is, and, and comedy helped me do this logically. uh, All these fucking dudes That just want to say Tranny And like Fucking it's a fucking dude You know And do that shit They're the first ones To name their guitars Their cars And their boats After fucking women Yeah The first fucking Things They can look at a thing And see a fucking pair of tits Yeah But they can't look at Another human being Who wants to be identified (laughs) As something And see a human being Yeah
1: Right
2: yeah, they can't get past that dick. Yeah,
1: I like to say because I mean, as I've gotten used to the people who change their pronouns, I like to say, you know, it is difficult for your brain to to learn how to do that. But I mean, it's probably staving off Alzheimer's for us. It's a good
2: <laughs> is it exercise. always well Is it always right? Is it something that could be exploited? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is youth today kind of dumb? And, and hmm. is youth in every generation trying to come up with some stupid thing to fuck up the squares? Yeah. yeah this might be ours.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, the, here, the only <laughs> thing I worry about to push back a bit, not so much your point, but the eye, yeah, is that. Yeah, please push somebody, back. Take this, Jay. But, so, no. Yeah, no, please. Is, it, <laughs> is that like i said the issue for me is efficacy so the idea is that if a person has um gender nonconformity or trouble in that sort of landscape then if we accommodate the them in certain ways they will feel better or they'll feel more integrated and my worry is that if it only is in that superficial linguistic oh, yeah. level then it won't be do- cuz so i have a I work with one of my best friends and he's very serious about non-gendering uh Anyone, right, right, especially right. their self, I should say. What a faggot! Uh, that's what I've, <laughs> well, I've been scrawling that on his locker. It's fine, but uh, but but my, I, I told him, told them. Uh, see, this is hard for me. That I think if we did all the linguistic work you wanted to do, you still would feel relatively uncomfortable in the just with. Well, your yeah. Gender. Who
2: wants to talk to that guy, girl? Who wants <laughs> to talk to anybody like that at yeah. the party? Like there, there, there is a level. It's allowed to be that You don't have to fucking interact with anybody. Yeah. yeah. No. Absolutely. And if someone's just like boring the fuck with, with like just pronouns and and, and, and gender stereotypes, I'd be like, yeah, I ad- I agree there's a problem, but we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're we got a job to do. I don't yeah. know if this really your sexuality issues have anything to do with any of this. Yeah. I yeah, actually yeah. kind of prefer the time when nobody talked about any of it.
0: And there's there's this sort of principle I think was just because. Certain people have a hard time navigating certain social institutions, and yeah. we should have sympathy for them doesn 't mean that those social institutions are themselves uh, illegitimate and unfortunately we don 't live
2: in a good world yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. it 's like uh, the same thing with affirmative action when I brought it up with the black coaches, yeah. like my knee jerk like Texas roots ingrained they're trying to teach you is like well that it's every person should be able to work for what they get and deserve it Sure, and you're like well that would be fantastic if we lived in that country
0: but I don't that, think yeah, we do yeah, and have never
2: we, we've we never but, lived in that country and it's a kind of fucked a lot of evil and it's usually the rich that do it and we created a system that denied certain marginalized groups of not having the ability
0: to attain that wealth so here we are now trying to be better human beings we, we should probably get to the more like career oriented stuff but I have I have sort of from this I have Unfortunately, this is exactly how I approach my career too, which <laughs> well, explains no, this, way think, more than I wish it did. But I think this is a, this is a good place to ask this question, which is, uh, you, so you have, you've been thinking about that like matrix of different social ideas about this, this one set of thing. Right. And I'm curious, do you say, okay, now I have a point of view about it. Do Let me try to make this happen in my comedy and then go through a process like that, or do you think it's better that stuff sort of come from, oh, I thought of a joke, and then explore it from the outside? And is there a good or bad Man, way to do that? Or? I, 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 there's never a
2: good or bad way. I, uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I find my, a lot of my times, it's like, I'd really like to talk about this, but I'm not, I'm not a three-minute comic. And this is not a three-minute idea. Sure, And it's it's not fair to a showcase to just kind of stumble for three, four minutes. <laughs> or maybe I'm a coward about it. And I'm like, mm, it's hard to get to that point. So a good trick would be to take all, like just keep writing, keep thinking, go to certain mics that you trust to fail at and just talk it out. Just talk it out, talk it out. And then you'll start finding your beats. You'll start finding naturally, like, this is my point of view. This doesn't really matter. This is just an aside. What am I actually saying? Like, uh, the two questions I ask myself when I write is,
0: what's the point and why is it funny? Mm -hmm. The point is this. This is why it's funny. The second one's way harder to answer. Even when it's funny. Because you've asked me before, and I can tell you the first part usually easy because it's like you've if thought about it. If you
2: don't it, know why it's funny, they're, they're not gonna, gonna know why. Either. Yeah, yeah. So, with this p- specific bit, I don't know exactly why it's funny. I think it's funny the idea of my, my feelings of seeing <laughs> my my trans friend and this random bar skank making out. <laughs> I like that conflict. There's a little surprise there. There's a, I, could, I could totally exaggerate it, but I'm still staying true to the moment. Uh, so, when I'm writing, I can approach it in those angles. But when I'm trying to get work at Cap City, they don't want that. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't want this looking dude with this kind of voice, who's already kind of loud and a little over the top, just out of out of sheer nerves. Yeah. They expect me to like. What's the deal with these black people on my lawn? Like, <laughs> I, I know that. I feel it. It's my favorite. It's J in bit. the rhetoric. It it won't go away. And so I I just like I just trust that people after a while are like uh, I get it. All right, he's not. He's actually he's he's on this journey and he's taking us with it in that bit. But uh, I got my eyes on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're waiting for it. We're waiting for it. Hmm. You may always have that. I might be just projecting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to know when you're just projecting. I mean, I have so many thoughts. Like, I really don't know how people see me uh, on stage or or in real life
2: at all. Oh, I can tell you right now. Go ahead. (laughs) I've heard the conversation. She is too hot to be a lesbian. Oh, there's yeah, a little there's bit of that. that. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry I said that. That's dudes are so mad. <laughs> My hair is so, so short. My <laughs> hair so is so short. short. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's like a, there's just an aspect of these dudes that are just like, ah, you know, they're supportive. And like Even the supportive ones yeah. are like, ah.
0: You're going to turn them gay in the other way. You're going to be get so next, like, that's what I'm a boy. Saying. As I, that's and then what I'm that's that's what saying. Voice. If you're attracted
1: to me, you're kind of gay. Because I don't identify as a woman. I don't identify as a man, but I guess you're. Is there a word for people who are attracted to like androgynous...
0: Yeah, David Bowie fans. Yeah, Ziggy. Everybody. I fucking Ziggies. love it. Yeah, he made David See, Bowie transcendent. See, I don't think David
1: Bowie is attracted. You're insane. At all.
0: He wasn't. 19, he was no, no insane. Nine, only nine,
1: guys are attracted to now, David well, Bowie. Well, that, that,
0: that's true. And I'm gay, but he's like the well, feminine I edge mean, of it. Straight. But he's, it's, there's something like angelic about David no, Bowie. No, no, there's not. It's, it's, it's hot. just hot. in the '70s it's that was that, the hottest. No, I've, it I've got. seen. I've seen him and Rod Stewart were sex symbols. I'm not saying it makes any sense. Like he looks like my aunt Carol. Paul McCartney. He's hot.
2: Paul McCartney was the cute one, and he looks like a down syndrome pug uh,
0: now he's like the cute golden girl this is, like,
2: like, this is just my thoughts on music like when music got actually beautiful
0: that's when it became shit yeah well, I, that's good <laughs> point that, yeah that's not a bad and that's also true of acting too I as think. much as
1: I'd like to keep talking about me and David yeah, Bowie yeah, and you should probably ask questions I do want to ask these questions um, okay so I wrote down a few things that I was wondering about uh, this is really just from your website but You were on Funnier Dies Oddball Festival. Yes. Now they do like a lot of oddball festivals around the country, right? Because I think I went to one in Boston. So
2: um like, were, how was did that they? Here? How did I even get that? How dare you? Well,
1: like was that was that here? Was that in Austin?
2: <laughs> no, uh, this is uh, this is part of the work thing. Uh, there's no way I would have got that here. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what they do? Uh, what the what the oddball like the festival organizers do is they go to the comedy clubs in the cities that they're performing at, and they go to the clubs and they go. Well, one, would you like a vendor booth? You know, and also, who would you recommend to be on the uh, side stage to open up the shows? Yeah, and it's like the club's always gonna go. Okay, well, these are the people that we pick out because they were the finalists or they were the winners, and deservedly deserve that opportunity to get up there. However, I didn't start here. Mm-hmm. I started in San Antonio, uh-huh. and uh, I'm also not a great three minute, four minute comic. It's a skill I have to learn. It's why I moved here, because it was the hardest thing for me to develop. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, but at the same time, I still would drive up in my goddamn 91 F-150 falling apart to go feature in Dallas and Arlington and Fort Worth at the hyenas and the, uh, the improvs up there because uh, they, 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 they needed comics, And I had a 30-minute set. And then just by doing the work and getting name out there, and they're like, oh, yeah, we want you to do the show. Uh, Or doing certain showcases and talking to the manager. I was like, yeah, if you need a feature, I'm available. I know this headliner. I've worked with this person. And so just by constantly doing the work, uh, when Oddball asked the improv, I was opening at the Addison. And they're like, hey, do you want to do the early show before this show? I was like, fuck, yeah, I do. Okay, Absolutely, I do. So like, it's just... All you, all you, can, all you're in control of. Like, uh, I, I was kind of prepared for some of the questions that I expected. No, they just oh, please do. You can where, ask. You well, can An just hour and a half and in ask. traffic gives you a lot of things. Yeah, time. yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the, I think the one point I just wanted to make is like we get so caught up, uh, and you guys should really quit. <laughs> Walk away now. You still have your youth and Never. your happiness. I don't know. No. Well, our we youth? have that? Yeah. Our youths are dwindling? We've uh, already. <laughs> uh, uh, there's uh, not in Austin. You're not. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got you. Got an extra decade. I still have a uterus <laughs> yeah. thing. The then,
1: uh, no. The, the,
2: the real point I'm trying to make is um, we we worry so much about so much bullshit. We worry about our our, our do, how do I look across you know to other people? I, I do it like mm. immensely, which is why I led off this conversation with that. Uh, We we shut ourselves in. We find all sorts of different ways to create resistance to keep us from just doing what we know we need to do. Mm -hmm. It's just you have to be funny. You have to work on your act to do it. You have to communicate your point of view. And you have to have the self-awareness when you get off stage to ask yourself, this worked, this did Mm -hmm. not work. Why did this not work? How do I make it better? And then you have to, because... There, I mean, there's two different ways to go about it. If you stick pure, there, there is an alt community based out of LA and New York, and Chicago's rising. And Atlanta has a really good scene that they're kind of paying attention to. You don't have to kill yourself at the clubs. The clubs will teach you a different skill. You'll meet actual headliners. You'll you'll talk to the gen, like a, a general audience, and you'll have the opportunity to learn how to communicate to them or become a panderer. And you'll get lost in just empty laughter that'll get you nowhere,
0: yeah, whereas the
2: alt scene you can get you can really explore ideas and grow. Or you can just pander to that area and play it safe, and then that's as far as you have to go. The media has completely changed, the podcast has completely changed things, YouTube has changed things, uh, the clubs come and go, the, that kind of changes things. The fact that IFC exists, uh, Fusion exists, Vice exists, there's all these extra media channels that are looking for content, and stand up's always the easiest way to go. Mm-hmm. And the whole process of developing comedians what's the comedy clubs were for? You were an opener, but they taught you how to be an opener. Then they taught you how to be a feature and then you featured and you, your goal was to get better than the headliner. And then when you get some credits or some sort of undeniability, they made you a headliner and then, then maybe some television, but now they're just open to anything. So you, the, there's a million opportunities. But when it comes down to it, you just have to be good because yeah. when those opportunities come, if you don't measure up, yeah. or if you overstate what you you know, if you're not aware of what you can do and
0: what you can't do, mm-hmm. you're never you're not going to grow as much. So, if like you sell yourself as like better or more experienced than you. Well, are, exactly. Kind of
2: yeah, like w- we get lost because of the the media that we have and the voices we have. We feel like content makes up for. Uh, for actual talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, was like, well, my act isn't really good, but I'll join an improv troupe and I'll create a <laughs> blog and I'll start a podcast yeah. mm-hmm. and then I'll create my own show. And then people just lose themselves in this fame fucking whore searching thing, just trying to get more attention because that's what's going to make my career. Right. And then I'll put out an album that uh, of unfinished bits that didn't really do anything. <laughs> right. well, there's a lot of that. There's a there's immense lot of that because you can make your own album. You can create a web space. You can create the idea that you're doing something. But mm-hmm. just because because you can create the idea that you're doing something doesn't mean shit yeah, yeah, yeah it also means that thousands of other people are doing the exact same thing and you'll yeah. never stand out yeah, yeah no one gives a shit so which is why at the end of the day talk about what you care about and then hopefully people connect to that and then make it as good as possible so people who don't agree with you or or don't give a shit will go oh i see why you give a shit that's interesting
0: that's funny yeah yeah, yeah yeah and they can't deny it yeah and they'll remember it yeah now, real quick,
1: how long have you been doing comedy?
0: Way too long. We probably should start
1: asking. <laughs> Way
2: too long. Uh, since 2003.
1: Okay, so 13, 13 years. years. All right. Uh, and do you, uh, do you make your living doing comedy?
2: Yeah, barely. How long have you, how
1: long have you been without a, another job?
2: Well, uh, ooh, that's a, do I, I don't in? know if I've ever really had a job. Uh, okay. I, uh, I, I worked karaoke and weddings, and then I got fired when I did my first open mic. Uh, over some bullshit. Just, so You I, got
1: fired from your job
2: so I started, the day that
1: you did your first open mic?
2: Yeah. So I started my... Before own, doing it? No, no. <laughs> just, just in general. Well, this other... The, the owners of this bar I was working at, the guy wanted to start his own company. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they kind of fucked me out of it. Okay. So... uh I ended up just starting my own like karaoke thing and I worked two nights a week and then focused on the rest on comedy because I, I was getting paid enough and I kept my bills low enough. And at the time, I was doing more music, so I, I, fucking, I didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm used to being poor so yeah. and homeless, so I was like, fuck it, bring it. <laughs> uh, but then I, uh, the I started hiring comedy. friends and comics who needed money and needed help. So I was like, well, you can do it for yourself. Uh, I'll take a cut just to cover any taxes or any bullshit, and you can take this. I'll pay you double what everybody else pays. And so that's helped up until about four years ago that's when comedy started paying more than that
1: Okay.
2: so I'm still destitute and but I kept my bills super fucking low yeah. yeah. I don't need much and, yeah. and, and and really in the end I still find a way to try and distract myself to keep from doing the work that's the fucking pitch. <laughs> like, like I don't have anything but if there's a video game around I'm starting to play video games I'm like oh fuck here it comes Mm-hmm. just I'll find ways to not do shit well, sometimes you bitch. need to no that's the excuse games. no right. you don't you don't ever have to because that sometimes turns into all the time
0: <laughs> not that
2: video games is the thing it could be heroin it could be anything mm-hmm, else mm-hmm. I'm just
0: those are the two heroin and video games. At the end of the day like we're
2: supposed to do the work and we don't yeah. mm. we do not want to work mm. why would you want to work you mean like
0: uh, work at comedy or just all like of it at, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know
2: even when you're writing like uh, the, there's a thing I think about sometimes we're we're writing ourselves in circles oh. like like uh, uh, I learned this from a Kobe fucking dumbass Bryant reference. It's like, do you want to practice makes perfect, or do you have perfect practice? You know anybody can take a ball and just throw it at a hoop a thousand times a day. which is yeah. tell you're supposed to do, or you can go with Malcolm Gladwell's stupid ass fucking ten thousand hours, and then you're there. No, you fucking your first your each hour should probably be conscious and mm-hmm. working
0: towards something instead yeah. of just going through the fucking motions. You goddamn, <laughs> outlying <laughs> piece of shit. You also see people who've bought that in the wrong way. We were talking about that.
2: Everyone buys things in the wrong way because we're no, selfish no, but, and we want to sure. get away
0: with it. But I mean, I mean, in a kind of like people that go to the open mic and they do the same five minutes for like apparently like three years but they go all the time so in their head they must be like well if I just keep doing this I'll just keep hours. doing it yeah. yeah
2: exactly well not j- well. Uh, there's an element of that and there's also a safety in that because uh, honestly like this is from the headliner all the way down to the opener to the open mic we all have the same insecurity. We're yeah. all scared shitless. There's there's no security in this, no matter what level of the business you are. I guarantee you there are people that you fucking love and admire that are still upset and yeah. not and not and scared about what their future is gonna be. Yeah. That's what this business is. Constant fear. Yeah. And so uh, there's a safety net of going on stage and and the confidence of knowing exactly what you're going to talk about. You get to, you give yourself a win. You're like, I went up there, I said the words I was prepared for. I didn't feel the fear of, of an idea that I, I wasn't really ready to express yet at an open mic where you should be doing that. Right. You know, or you get these like that's it's there's a there's a confidence that comes there. There's a complacency, unfortunately, that all, again it kills art.
1: Right. Well, yeah those people are dumb uh, <laughs> no they're not dumb they're no, just no, insecure they're, people who are doing the same in three minutes for n- three n- years no nah, they're insecure the
2: easy. same way you're insecure is it? Is it? Is it? Is it wise no it's not necessarily dumb it's just fear yeah, it's insecurity And it, it's up to us To be like hey To challenge each other That's another thing I've noticed That is kind of going away well, I did this little Southern run And I was in I ended up in Cincinnati And talking to these Open micers We were doing a mic And I was like Oh this is exciting I get to see all these People's different Point of views Doing comedy And then talking bits Afterwards They're all uncomfortable Like no It's already perfect You're like,
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. you don't like To even talk about bits mm. And the we're, ideas Yeah we were talking To Bob Kazravi, And he was saying That it used to be That when you got off stage you know, more season comics or maybe not even more season comics, just comics would kind of like give you shit if they thought what you were doing was hacky or something like that.
2: An element of that. But I think the, uh, the better way, uh, or at least what I tried to create it in the community that I started in was, uh, ask questions yeah it's like okay you know that didn't really hit but I, I don't have to tell you that you knew that you were saying you're asking why do you were asking the ask? comics go, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah we would talk sure. to each other like, yeah, yeah. we would ask questions like what, what's the point of that bit like you, yeah. you kind of muddied it up what do you mm. really give a shit about? Yeah, why do yeah. you think that's funny Yeah, yeah and I was yeah. like it's funny because of this I was like, D-. and then sometimes in that conversation they go oh I don't even care about that I actually care about this other thing yeah. that's associated to
0: that yeah, 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 and yeah. that's where the bit would come from so it's just little exercises like that, like just. Uh, Let me, add, on that note, do you think that most people would benefit from insight? Uh, at like, in other words, you see comics that are not doing so well on stage, and you think, man, if they knew something different, or do you think it's just experience? From, we all can benefit
2: sure. from that. Who couldn't benefit you know, from?
0: But outside we, perspective giving you guidance and yeah, Well, so, to, well that, the, then that's most of the time, something that though, maybe should happen
2: but, more. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but also that's a double-edged sword too because mm-hmm. it's quite often those dudes that are quick to do that shit are the first guys to think, this is comedy law. Ah. This is the only way it can be because they feel like their point of view Matters. I don't know if you've entered them, interviewed them yet, but there's a reason why uh, yeah, the beginning will, of this I'm conversation sure. <laughs> was. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I have an idea of what I'm doing. I don't know how this will translate. Sure, but this is not Sharia
0: law.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so far, the people we've talked to have been in the same
2: camp.
0: Yeah.
1: About that. Yeah. For sure. All right. I'm gonna have except to get this Except for Sharia train. law,
0: I think most of them were pro. Yeah. For
1: except for sure. yeah, where this is a pro, Sharia law podcast. Um. Okay so you taped something for fox and for hulu uh yeah uh
2: the hulu thing i totally looked out on Uh, it was the same thing okay Uh, (laughs) there's that uh that fox laugh show that everyone just destroyed and rightfully so because Mm -hmm. it was kind of ran like shit uh this is scene politics but this is great uh there's a guy everybody hates Everybody right. hates this guy named Steve Hofstetter. Right. Can't fucking stand him.
0: Uh, you mean the comic? Yeah, I know that guy. I but I don't personally. <laughs> yeah, It's yeah.
2: kind of a thing. People yeah. have been mad at him because he's always hustled. He's also worked really hard. Yeah, yeah. but he's always hustled. See the redheaded dude, yeah, with yeah. glasses. Okay, okay. yeah, uh, uh, proudly so, uh, quite <laughs> thematic. Um, <laughs> He, uh, I knew him from the MySpace days because he would go to every city and he goes, uh, Charlotte fans of Steve Hofstadter. Baltimore fans of Steve Hofstadter. Uh, Steve Hofstadter San Diego fans. And he would just like fucking push himself. And then he worked his like uh, uh, college uh, fraternity you know, tour and he would just go out on the road with comics and just get anybody and just present himself as a thing. And uh, he's He was hated throughout all of it, but he kept doing it. So what did what did people not like, like about it? Um so many ways like uh, one he had a, he had a chip on his shoulder uh, he had an ego he, he presented himself as killing Larry the Cable Guy he was the cure for Larry the Cable Guy mm. so hubris so I thought Larry the Cable Guy was doing okay still <laughs> he's doing great <laughs> uh, It the hubris of it I was like who the fuck do yeah. you think you are I like see. comedy's all about taking the piss out of things and you, it, it makes it hard to go you can respect the man for trying hard to get better to be something where he's at now Uh, which he did. But you, you can also shit on, it's like, yeah, but your motivations for doing a lot of things probably denied you the opportunities to be the comic you really wished you could be. Right. Take his uh, heckler videos. Yeah, heckler that's how I know him. Actually. Everyone just wants to just yell at this guy yeah. for, oh, they're plants. They're not plants. It's a trick. yeah It's a trick that we don't want exploited. But when there's a heckler yelling, or you, you can do it in the setup of a bit, that like when you're working these shitty fucking crowds, if that's all you're working is these goddamn fucking louisville type crowds yeah yeah it's real they're really chatty they don't care about decorum so when you're going to the bit oh and you can point someone i bet you're this this and this and they can go well no i i don't feel that way i feel this this and this oh do you really now (laughs) (laughs) and then it's been five minutes on a pre-written bit as if they were handling a heckler
0: oh also it's a video so he could have had it not go so well and just didn't put that up on YouTube. No, like, he ju- yeah, he yeah.
2: filmed the sets because yeah. he, he, he like watched himself religiously. Yeah. And also that was by design because he like, when he saw how well it hit and how people were like, yeah, we like this. He marketed himself. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, we don't trust marketing and marketing fucking feels gross and disgusting. You want an element of it, but it feels kind of dishonest. You're like, right. you're not, you're kind of baiting the hecklers. It's a trick that comics know how yeah, to do yeah, yeah. this, and you're exploiting it to make yourself bigger, and it's working.
0: And that's but infuriating. But you are—you are right, especially in that. Like, I don't know that personally, I would want to be known as like that's my thing.
2: No, you wouldn't. Uh, well, he doesn't give a shit. But at the same token. As much as everyone hates this guy, because he, he uh, there's there's stories about. I like, also
1: saw I heard that some of his festivals were like oh garbage, fakes or something <laughs> Fucking like
2: garbage. this. But all, well, all festivals are fake though. Well, yeah, yeah, so it's I guess, really it's hard. The
1: same as everything else. That's what I was wondering. Like they're he's, not pure scams. That's the thing. Like, they he's the a money, brainy smurf. smurf. There is a
2: festival. He's brainy Smurf. Mm-hmm. He's because he's he just not good with there's that no human way that's interaction. A and he comes off kind of con- <laughs> condescending yeah, coggy yeah. and stuff like that. What What happens is, is he's doing all the things that every other fraud is doing he's just he, we can see through it and it yeah. fucking
0: feels gross when you, you can ha- see it do you feel like you yeah. have to be some kind it's, of fraud to be successful dude, it's or? the
2: difference between Clinton and Bush when Clinton was in office he was slick willy he was lying to you but you know what he's really good at it man <laughs> I can't see the mechanism Charming. but when Bush did it, it was so clumsy and stupid we could Ryan. see fucking Rumsfeld we could see Cheney we're like oh damn it yeah. just be a good liar yeah yeah we don't want to see it
1: so when you you got on the, the Fox and Hulu yeah. thing was just Submitting on the website? Or? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. This is
2: uh, I didn't submit at all. Uh, the uh, the a couple a few things happened to just put me in that position. Uh, one, that dude left uh he's still like got a, a credit on the show because he was the first year producer but it was filmed kind of like at a lower end budget and they go we, we want to go a different direction mm-hmm. there is a story about how he fucking ganked that show from other people but i can't corroborate that okay. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: so there's, there's, which is really vicious if it's true uh where he basically was him and two other dudes and they were going to have a meeting and he called and asked for an hour earlier and just mm-hmm. showed up and pitched it himself doing Jeez. it better I don't know if Fan. that's true Fan. and I'm well, such a piece of shit for even spreading that. devious. But it felt, it's such a good story, I have sure. to say it. <laughs> uh, so when uh, there was a thing about him not paying comics, so that became a yeah. big issue. I was like, well, I don't care about money, but also everybody got paid. Everybody Mm -hmm. got paid in the back end. So when they went with the new direction and new producers came in and they've constantly started building the show and Mm -hmm. trying to add more markets, Uh, a buddy of mine did the second season and Mm -hmm. he got paid. uh, What they did is they got him like a, it was a hundred dollars per time. They air your clip. So he ended up walking away with a grand and he was like, they treated me right. I just showed up. I did what I did. So it was like, all right, I'll do this. So I ended up doing the show. But who asked you to do it? Uh, the producer, uh, Hillary, asked, called me up. Uh, well, she researched the Texas scene because they were filming okay. in Fort Worth. There you go. And uh, because I worked that room and because comics that are regularly on the show uh, and comics that I met through doing the fraud festivals, to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, I had a good reputation. So she goes, I keep hearing about your name. And would you do the show? I was like, is steve Hofstadter a part of it mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes no this is what's going on this is i was like all right i'll do the show <laughs> also i have nothing else so yeah. fuck it so i kind of i don't know if i fucked myself i don't know this is a secret thing i haven't told anybody this um my eyes are I, getting big i uh i did the show the the first the first uh, I, I drove from, i was in la at the time i had to cut my trip short Drove the 24 hours to get there, slept a little bit, went to the show. They gave you no parameters. They said, look, try to be TV clean as much as possible. We'll beep it, but people don't like beeps. You know, stay in this one spot. So the cameras, we have a jib. We've invested in our camera crew to make it a little bit better production value. We're going to try to do the best, to be like, but we're not here to censor you. Do what you do. That's why you're here. We researched you already. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, fucking thank you. They gave you a two 10-minute spots. So the first 10-minute spot... I uh, I did all my safe jokes. I did first year jokes. Yeah, and it went okay, but I didn't like telling them. Yeah. So and the audience was really weird because the comic before me was like, "I'm a big old black guy." Yeah, <laughs>
0: black guy <art> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just
2: the most base. Thing. Did you like, think
0: about going with that too, Jay? <laughs>
2: uh, that's I, I close on that. Uh, <laughs> So, and I just, I could, I was like, oh, I feel like a whore. And then in the green room, I have to change shirts because the appearance of, you know, multiple tapings. Yeah. Uh, uh, I find out like someone was talking shit about me. And I was just so, I'm like, really? I don't, I don't do anything to anyone. I'm not in anyone's fucking way. Why am I getting this shit? I'm already pissed off because of this. I'm mad. So the second show, I was just like, I'm doing everything I fucking do. I'm yeah. the last comic anyway. So I was like, fucking perfect. So at the last bit, I, I just made it a point to make, like, not make fun of it. Just say, like, you know, the, They kind of want us to wrap it up Because we're going into Union overtime But uh, (laughs) Man of the people (laughs) Keep rolling Working this last bit out And -hmm. just did all the shit I like to do And They were way happier With that They're like Thank you That's what we want And that's the one clip They used However just for integrity's sake, because there is a giant oh, no. scene and because of the politics, I knew I was gonna get shit for doing the show. Why the fuck are you doing this show? Yeah. You're the guy who is like, here's why I'm doing the show. So I wrote a long thing that just kind of pointed out this is the history of the show. These new producers are trying their fucking damnedest to make something good out of this. Oh, and I'm gonna it back right. I did yeah. That. It too, yeah. 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 But I don't think they were happy that I was so transparent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're supposed to just fucking lie. Yeah. I'm not good at that. So I was like, look, this is embarrassing. And then I made this meeting like, like no, really, it's good now. I'm on it. They picked yeah. me. <laughs> so making fun of that, like the like that false yeah. modesty, and just making fun of the whole situation. So they used one clip, and uh, from what I was told afterwards, uh, I became an example for standards and practices of what of how to do an abortion joke on stage for TV That's for a nice. box So that
1: I need is, to I need to see that then. That's all I'm, I'm proud curious. of. That's all I have. That's all I need
0: now. I can quit. <laughs> okay, I got to get out of here, okay. but. I love you guys. Good riddance. You so much. Yep. Just <laughs> Thank you. Love you, Jared. Have, Have you fun going back to college time. but not getting a degree out of it. Hell yeah. I still haven't got my diploma technically. I Sorry? owe them a little money. Okay, it's fine. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, wait, you reminded me of something. So you got on TV, so you get uh, hopefully a little bit of money for that. Well, I don't remember what my question was going to be related to that. Anyway, we'll move on. So you recorded an album. Yes. What a gay. He's hugging. <laughs> He's in a hurry And he's hugging everyone Um So yeah When did you record that album?
2: Uh Okay Uh Oh wow This is really gonna help With the business side Because I'm about to talk A heavy load of shit Excellent
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry you're missing this Too bad it's not well, being recorded later.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh I'm gonna wait for him to leave Oh
1: shit Did we forget to press record? I'm what happened? No I'm just now trying get to play get with here. you again.
2: Yeah Uh this is a great example of how the business kind of works and why everyone's kind of a fraud. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, and again, fuck it. Transparency is everything. I feel like in comedy and I feel like it should be that way in business too. Mm -hmm. Um, my, uh, I I was doing these, uh, tours with my buddy JT and, uh, he Mm -hmm. was, he didn't, yeah, he did, Mm -hmm. he did an album through this group called Stand Up records. And I met the guy, I did a showcase for South by Southwest. Uh, I did, I hosted a couple of other ones and, uh, uh, th- th- there were kind of, kind of in his ear, like, "Hey, you should record this guy. This is a guy you should watch." First time I met him, he got really mad at me uh, for doing. It was a, it was a one PM show during South by uh, at a head, formerly Headhunters. It became something else. It became a steampunk bar afterwards metal and lace yeah, yeah yeah it was right before that change or right after that I think it was right after that change <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, it was one clean, it's just it's just the comics no one's there to watch the yeah. show so we're all just kind of like fuck let's just fuck with each other yeah. we're all doing one liners and it was a bit that I've had for years that I ended up dropping for a separate reason but it was uh, uh, it was basically about how I went to Germany and uh, I did the Holocaust Memorial Tour and uh, it really changed and kind of affected me uh, learning that Auschwitz has a gift shop yeah <laughs> It's like how Jewish is that? <laughs> yeah, we to take like your Holocaust you tell that joke and make a Holocaust. Yeah. I don't tell the joke. It was like uh, who, who, like who's gone out? It was like oh, uh, I went to uh, I went to Auschwitz and I left. Just, it was just awful. Just an easy fun yeah, yeah. joke. Fun. Uh, my buddy Junior does a version of it, mm-hmm. so I I just dropped it. Oh, okay, I was like ah, I don't need this fucking joke yeah. to define me. Uh, well, when Dan Dan got really turned off by that because Dan's extremely Dan? Dan's the owner of Stand Up Records. Oh, okay. uh, Got really upset at me. Uh, he was like, you know, uh, like his mom's like super Israeli, and he's like, he's like super Jewish. He's mm-hmm. like a metal Jew. But he's out there. He's like, I don't appreciate this. You know, it's not right. My family was a part of it. like. You know, like alright one I don't care yeah. <laughs> two the joke is really about marketing because before right. I even did that bit I just talked about how marketing just poisons and pollutes everything right. so I would which is it's like a five minute pre bit. I'm not doing it to you guys right. but that, that was just the example and the joke I used to kind of highlight it but I can understand why you're upset and I, I could probably look through your catalog and find perfectly perfect examples of anti-Jewish humor that's just jokes yeah. on a catalog of comics that you have there it's it's yeah, It's kind of weird that you're kind of coming at me. Uh, I said a lot of that inside. On the outside, I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah. I don't know. What, this is how all my interactions go. Right. Hey, this is the person you should need that should help you out in some way. Hey, I was going, on? oh, fuck you. Okay. All right. I yeah. did something wrong. Uh, of course. Why would anything go good? <laughs> So, what ended up happening is like we ended up talking, and he, he, he apologized later. He's was like, ah, I'm sorry about that. I was a little oh, cool. out of hand. And I was like, All right, that's cool of you to say. Well, I ended up posting that I wanted to, I was like, I want to record an album. I was, I was in New York uh, in my buddy Mishka's apartment, and I was like, Fuck, I need to record. I need to get done with this. Yeah. And uh, he goes, Let's talk about it. I go to Minnesota. I fly. I fly to Minnesota to talk to him, and uh, we go to his Korean dinner, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I pay because I'm not fucking, I'm not going to be that guy. Sure. Just shows up because a lot of people, they think getting a record deal, it means something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything anymore.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, they also think that the, the label guy is going to get you all these gigs and open up doors for you. They're, yeah. They're not. No, mm-hmm. one's, no one's going to do that. You have to do that yourself. Yeah. Um, so, we ended up talking out the details. Like, I had a, a background in music and engineering, so I was able to go, mm, I want to record it myself. I know who, who you, you, I've seen some of the people you record with, and yeah. I don't trust it. So, I'm going to record myself. I have production abilities. I'll mix it myself, and then you can master it, and then we'll work on art. But if it takes over a year, because that's kind of your reputation, then I'm not going through with it. Yeah. And uh, there we go. Work that alarm out.
1: No, it's just.
2: The, uh, Actually, it's it?
1: interesting. It's interesting that he would be texting me. Oh, it's Dan. Oh, never mind. No, no it's I. I moved um, some styrofoam boxes for twenty five dollars earlier today. Anyway, the life Nextdoor.com. It's a, something. I don't know. You know that it's like a website for neighbors.
2: Are you telling me you're a lesbian that works in a warehouse?
1: No, I didn't. It was just a $25 gig from a neighbor who I've never met before that we met on this website. And he. I just used Katie's truck to move like eight huge styrofoam oh, that's nice. boxes. nice. Yeah, well, it's $25 for like 15 minutes of work. It's yeah, that's awesome. Really. Anyway.
2: Um, basically. We're sponsored
1: by Nextdoor. I don't even know if that's the, what the
2: website the re- is. The reason I'm setting it up this way, because I, I want to be fair,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, because what I'm about to say about them is probably inflammatory and really shitty. Okay uh because it ended up becoming inflammatory and really shitty. Uh I recorded the album. Where'd and, you record it? In San Antonio, this place called the Blind Tiger Comedica. Okay. Little cellar thing. We did three shows. We mixed two of them together a little bit. Mostly did the ten uh the second show and then a couple of times dropped in the first show mm-hmm. uh and to just bring it out. Yeah. The uh we we gave it to him I was like here it is it, it, we waited a couple of months just mixing and stuff like that sat on it and was like is this the mix we want okay let's put this bit here alright we got it here you go Yeah. and at the time uh, he was dealing with the, the loss of a friend and that happened like a month into it and then uh, like over the course of a year you know he was just kind of absent he had back problems he had some health issues but I just kept hearing about all this shit. And I was like, oh, uh, I came close to dying on the table. I'm like, oh, OK, that sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to bother you about my stupid album. That sounds kind of shitty. Yeah. But it kept getting pushed and pushed. And then we kept trying to find art. I had a picture that I liked. I was like, can we find an artist that can draw this? I can try and look. He's like, no, I got artists. I was like, OK, but I'm going to still look anyways. Yeah. And became a bitch just trying to find someone. He wasn't helpful. He wouldn't connect me with anybody. Mm. And it, it got weird. It felt really weird and then finally I was like he, he goes here's an artist he'll do it uh, in the mid I did Hell Yes Fest but there was a stand up record showcase yeah. I wasn't on it uh-huh. he just signed me I'm on it he's producing my album Yeah, but he put three other comics that weren't even on the label on it that yeah. he was trying to get yeah. grips into yeah. and that's when I figured it out I was like oh this is a fucking pyramid scheme Yeah, this, all the record label is now is a goddamn pyramid scheme and uh, this is how they do it you take, uh, uh, if, if you're an independent artist and you got uh, an album, especially mm-hmm. in comedy, you can go, okay, here's my album. You press it. You do all that stuff. And then you can send it to Pandora. You can send it to Spotify and all the shared services. Yeah. You can do Sirius and Satellite XM Radio. And there's a thing called Sound Exchange. Mm-hmm. And Sound Exchange, what they do is uh, they give two checks out. They give a producer check and an artist check. Uh-huh. And they're both the same amount you know it's not a 50-50 it's like this is what artists get paid this is what producers get paid yeah and so if you self-produce you get a producer check and an artist check yeah however if you're wise of the scheme and you sign 250 comics yeah and you put yourself as a producer yeah. and you don't really worry about the recording values yeah. and you just shovel a bunch of stuff out there and if you buy people's back catalog yeah. so you kind of shove a lot of stuff out there you get a lot of producer checks gotcha. they really don't get much
1: So are you saying that if you
2: were to do this again you wouldn't work with anyone? Well, no. Because uh, what ended up happening is like I let that go because I had nothing and at the time I was like oh, I, I want to be associated with all these people that yeah. are, He's got Kyle Ganane, he's got Patton Oswalt he's got Hannibal Buress, David Cross mark Maron. yeah and then i found out i was like oh this guy's been sued by some of the best comics in the yeah. industry <laughs> uh and then i found out that uh there was one thing uh the, it was kind of in hush tones but he was trying to stop one comic from doing his half hour because he owns the material hmm. he owns the material five years after it's recorded Oh shit! Uh, I'm, I'm sorry five years after release oh. uh, there's like some weird like verbal thing in the soundtrack so i'm looking at things i'm like wait, is that a real thing? If he doesn't release it, he can just own it in perpetuity. He yeah, just yeah. own it forever. He's not releasing shit. He's just waiting for whoever hits it big and he can push it out. So that's an option for him. Then I found out, my friend, uh, a fr- I can't say her name because she did a legal agreement with him. So I'm not going to throw her under the bus. But she wanted to record a Sure Thing records. The, yeah. the Austin, Brandon K. O'Grady, and Duncan Carson's label. yeah. And part of the deal, like he recorded her like years ago, like a few years back, for yeah. her boyfriend at the Times CD release. She just opened the show, did 20 minutes, and then they recorded him. Yeah. Well, he signed her to a contract and it was like, well, yeah, you just got a contract just in case we ever do anything, or I'll put this on. Maybe I'll do a compilation disc, or I'll put you on serious and get some money coming in. She's like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Like all comics fucking do. We're done. Yeah. Uh, well, when she announced that she was recording an album, he goes, you can't use this 20 minutes. Yeah. I own those 20 minutes, and if you use them, I'll see you. So she, his goal was to force her to pay him off. Right. And he was like, you go me tw- two grand. She was like, I got 500 bucks. It yeah. was like five grand now. So when I found out that Jesus. shit, I was like, fuck this guy. I can't, you don't fuck comics.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, he knows we're all poor.
2: Jesus, yeah. you like, stand yeah. by the comics. And just because she was getting credits and had her own show, and she yeah. was starting to move forward, he was like, he was just putting screws, because he, he took it as an offense. It was like, oh, you've got a fucking Napoleon complex. Yeah. And so I messaged And okay. I was like oh, Dude it's, it's coming up on a year we, we finally got art The art was completely wrong He would yeah. never let me Talk to the artist Yeah Which I thought was weird I was like Why wouldn't you let me Talk to the artist right. And describe what I want That's right. weird And he gets it back I'm like yeah This isn't what I asked for It's right. completely different And then it became This huge fight And then finally he admitted That like the artist Was doing it for free As a bona fide favor I was like well That's why it took For fucking ever Right You're getting some for free Are you putting anything Into this He was like well I can pay you some money No I don't want a dime yet so yeah. it ended up like then he lied about it he's like no well, I actually paid for him for something so I was like which is it? oh you're fucking lying to me dude yeah. alright well we need this out because I promised I said in a year this otherwise it's too late yeah. I'm not doing that it's my word and he goes well I got six seven projects ahead of you jeez and I was like well guess what I'll just put it out for free because I don't give a fuck come at me
1: yeah
2: I don't got anything that, I, I don't yeah. care I don't exist really as a government thing. Yeah. That's how poor I've been and how long it yeah. don't matter. Don't give a fuck. So he ended up ripping up my contract because he knows he doesn't want so me he, to make a stink about it. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I'm still making a stink. So uh, on the behind the scenes thing, this fucking dude, uh, uh, like super pissed. Like uh, when Jake Flores he shared the album, he was like really happy about it. He was getting messages. Yeah. Other people of mine, that were it was like, you know, are we not cool anymore? Are you really fucking? He was like, dude, it's my friend. Yeah, <laughs> support my friend, and I'll support my friend's albums, even if they're recorded through him. Yeah, I'll support their albums. I'll I'll share it. I want every comic to do well. Yeah, but this guy's a fucking fraud, and he's feeding off the fucking community right. and the idea and the perception that it means something. Yeah, it doesn't. Right. So, all right. Well. Thank we God sh- Sure on- Thing scooped me up. I should say that. Thank you guys so much for giving me a great fucking sweet deal, taking care of <laughs> me, helping me the fuck out. They are so pro-comic. I fucking love Duncan Carson and Brendan K.O. Grady yay. so fucking much for stepping up and not trying to profit off other people. I'm art. glad
1: we're ending on, because I was going to say we have to end soon, but I was like, oh, we can't end on this just like depressing pyramid scheme.
2: Have you seen shit, my though. act? Well,
1: that's a good point. But, but Sure Thing records, yay. Fucking love them good how many they've they've done what three four albums now
2: uh, they did uh, uh, Matt Blake's Brian Gutman's which mm-hmm. is fucking great uh, they, they just recorded Brooks oh no Brooks came out and uh, they recorded Ron Babcock did
0: they do Seth's too
2: they did Seth Cockfield's and uh, there's a few people I don't think they want announced yet
1: awesome well cool you know check out the names of the people that you just heard uh, anyone who is listening to this in the future um well i had more questions for you but we're just gonna have to have you back on because because we you know i got to go to a show and um yeah anyway i don't know i haven't i haven't actually been here for the end of oh wait yes i was last time i had to jump out but i'm like i don't know i i don't know how to end a conversation you just probably, like on just plugs oh you plugs yeah do you want to plug something no besides your album
2: no no i don't plug fuck that uh how about this i'll plug uh sure thing records and also I'll, I'll plug uh uh yeah uh, brian gutman i, I like brian uh, he's my great. favorite writer he's so, so <laughs> he really is like, my favorite writer I
1: you know. uh
2: and uh we shared a premise and i felt so good about it and then mm. i felt bad to burn it but i was like he's so good uh,
1: yeah let him have it uh
2: jake Flores' album it's on stand-up records uh but i'll fucking promote it because awesome. he's fucking brilliant and uh that's that's, uh, that's yeah And if you stuff.
1: have a show coming out in like two months that would be a good thing to play <laughs> probably so, i do i don't who cares they no, can google yeah google jay white cotton okay. there's some great videos there's check out the colin kaepernick compilation video uh check out the palum bio on jay white cotton there we go
0: that's really good enough
1: all right thanks man
0: uh so that was us talking to jay white cotton the white the white cotton
1: the white uh, cotton of comedy
0: he's definitely the jay <laughs> uh, do you find his name racist
1: it seems, you know what, little little known fact that it is a stage name, and he, he chose it just for this one joke that he tells about <laughs> it. A, a real douche move, really, yeah, yeah. but, you know, he's committed to it. It's too late now, so...
0: Yeah, his, I think his original name was uh, J. Black People Are People, and it was like, no, no, no you know, let's I go with the white guy. Yeah, I didn't
1: believe in it, uh, <laughs> so...
0: Well, we had a great time, and if you want to With follow, yeah, that racist, yeah, we, that yeah, racist loser.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <religion. laughs>
0: I really hope Jay doesn't want us telling the truth about him. Anyway, uh, yeah, if you want to follow more uh, of Jay White Cotton, get his content, get his comedy, uh, J.whitecotton.com um, and just follow him on Twitter at at WhiteCotton. That's it White Cotton
1: White Cotton His fake uh, Stage name raise His racist stage name Yeah And then you can follow uh, Jared At Jared McCorkle On Twitter J-E-R-E-D M-C-C-O-R-K-L-E You got it man. And uh, It's phonetic You know Except for the Jared You know His mom misspelled Jared uh, Because she knew about The subway pedophilia And That's great So she wanted to help him there And then uh, You can follow me At Poop Rape And yeah. uh
0: or if you just want to go to any alt-right website, I'm sure you'll eventually find Ariel's material. Some of material. my comments. <laughs> oh, I mean, I like to stir the pot. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, anytime I can. Um, and uh, you can go to my uh, website at Oversherial. Uh,
0: that's true. <laughs> that's great. Uh, uh, that was really good.
1: And uh, Jared is still working on his website.
0: Uh, it, it crashed.
1: Do you have like a WordPress or anything or Zanga from back in the life? No,
0: I didn't know you. I was just trying to do it via Scrabble, and it didn't work, so we're gonna try something new is that one of your that's one of your jokes no it's not a joke I mean it was a mistake
1: so you never had any blog or anything
0: I uh no I had a zine for a did while did you no
1: you like, are you just are you embarrassed of all your past internet projects or for sure or are there no
0: any one, I I had a,
1: are there I, any old YouTube videos of you talking about philosophy
0: oh thank god no oh, I, I, I tried because there it, are of me so but so.
1: I have taken them down
0: nice good job
1: yeah it's pretty embarrassing anyway really there's no rabbit there's no internet rabbit hole of embarrassing things that you
0: not really because i was not i'm not internet savvy so well, i wasn't did, savvy horrible, no no but i'm just saying projects. no i mean like it, it was just not how i got content out you know just you were just sh- shouting from I the street some corner other attempts at podcast out there people can check out if they want to but that's about it yeah. all right cool that's it. bye guys bye
1: Bye. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I find myself doing that sometimes. Bye. Like. But it's like, I, there's no good way to... Yeah.
0: Get. Bye. Bye. bye.
1: Howdy and bye. Ciao. 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 Ni, Ni Hama. ma. What? I don't know. No.
0: Are we still recording? That's fine. <laughs> 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 ah, 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 international.